Well, good morning, everybody. Um, it's Friday. I made a video the other day about prepping and the situation going on in Russia. And then since then, I didn't get a chance to completely edit it. It's, it's in the program ready to get edited out and stuff. And, and I thought I would add my thoughts to what's going on in Russia, Ukraine, the fucking world. And put that first, and then after this part will be the one where I talked about uh, comms and, and more of the why we should look at this Russia thing as something that would affect us as preppers. And it might be time to you know, step up, level up, whatever the fuck it is you have to do for your preps. Because you know, I, th I think the time for talking and planning and woulda, coulda, shouldas is just about over so that's kind of how I'm going to set it up so I've been listening to as much news as I can and this is Friday the 25th I think about what the fuck is going on with Russia and Ukraine and the world and I think this is just my opinion, but I'm hearing a lot of the voices and the influencers out there in the prepping community talking about the Russia thing. And, and it seems like a lot of them have bought the narrative that Russia, you know, fired the first shot and it was wrong of them to do this and whatever. I think Russia did what every red-blooded American feels he has the right to do, and that's self-defense. And when you factor in NATO, you know, and Ukraine, then you have to sit there and go, yeah, Russia had a very good point of what they were doing. I hope the noise from the truck going uphill isn't too loud and fucking things up because if you don't get going fast enough going up this hill, you're kind of fucked. Uh, so, you know... NATO, uh, Ukraine had been asking NATO to let them join for quite a while, in spite of what the media is saying. And NATO was like, oh, well, you know, we'll see, we'll see, maybe, you know. So, you know, typical NATO being dicks that they are. And Ukraine has been wanting to get nuclear weapons back because they, they gave them all to Russia when they, when they were given, you know, when I guess Russia gave them their, you know, Ukraine and said, here, go fucking go away. Which was because they were under socialism, you know, back then or communist rule. And, you know, communism only works until you run out of money. So then they started divesting their outer border areas, you know, and giving them sovereignty and saying, bye, get the, get the fuck out of here. We can't feed you. Kind of like, you know, when your kids turn 18, it's like, I love you. Bye go get a job or pay rent so ukraine didn't have that and ukraine was happy they were just like well we don't want to be a nuclear threat because then we become a a problem we wanted to stay kind of like uh, switzerland or sweden or whoever the fuck it is that's neutral all the time and you know basically just sets on the fence post their whole hundreds of years of existence you know so that's what they wanted and now they've been pushing for this for a while and pushing to get you know, um, part of NATO. So Putin did his, his, 
his job and, and protected his 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 people. Uh, you know, unlike our leaders that don't give a fuck. So NATO, I think I'm not hearing anything from NATO. Are you? This is Friday, so think about it. Maybe later today because it's barely eight o'clock Arizona time. So maybe some news about what NATO is thinking about all this happening is going on. But I did hear. Well, let me let me say a caveat to all of this is this is shit I hear from a lot of the talking heads. You know, I try to listen to Fox, but, you know, even they're full of shit. And, and you know, Tucker Carlson was, you know, who thinks America's a democracy. So he's kind of an idiot, but I like him because he's funny. But that's about it. You know, I had Brett Hume on and it was, you know, Brett Hume's like, well, Russia can't afford this keep this up for too long because it's going to bankrupt them, which I, I don't think so. I, I don't, you know, how, I mean, the, the only cost to war is, is some equipment you might lose and, and bullets. Well, Russia makes ammunition. We just can't buy it in America. And I don't think fuel and running out of gas is going to be their fucking problem, you know, because they're a giant exporter of it. So, and, you know, now they've stopped sending out ammonia nitrate which is fertilizer, so they're they're probably setting pretty good, you know, because Putin's not an idiot. He's not going to put his his piece on the chessboard and and have it be in jeopardy. And I I'm I'm wondering if if the talking heads believe this is true, then NATO might be setting back, just waiting until Russia's you know you know financially hurting. And then, uh, a nice wreck. Um, and then uh, kind of go from there. But NATO, and I don't care what all of my Patriot Prepper friends think, I think NATO is the military of the deep state. You know, America had a powerful military. Russia has a powerful military. China has a military. And, and then... The deep state has their military, and that's called NATO. And NATO's done nothing to, but fuck things up forever, you know. And the whole purpose of NATO was to keep Russia from, you know, being you know communist that they were, to kind of be a check against you know Russia. Well, Russia's not the problem anymore because they're not communist anymore, in spite of what they're telling you. So it seems like this is all kind of a setup, and I'm waiting for the last shoe to drop here because. I, I think there's more to it in, than we're being told, which there always is. So Russia might, you know, like the, the President Zelenko or whatever of Ukraine has said that he's going to stay in his house, his palace, whatever, and, you know, be a man about it. And, and I think he's doing that because he knows Russia will surround the capital and and he'll have to surrender. Now, why wouldn't he flee? Well, I think Zelenko has a lot of dirt on the Biden family. A lot of dirt. You remember that clip where Biden was saying, well, I told the president you know, of Ukraine, you know, you fire that fucking guy or you won't get your billions of dollars. And he fired him. <laughs> so... There's all that. There's the, the Hunter Biden stuff. There's just all this 
stuff. And this wasn't just Biden. You know, this is part of the deep state cabal. So he might have a lot of information in there that he could use for Russia and go, here, just don't kill me. And I don't think Russia wants to go in there and kill him. That was the old days there. I, I think Putin has learned to be more kinder, gentler, kind of, not like America, because we'd just fucking kill him. So I think he would want to get this information and get things straightened out and not turn the people of Ukraine against him. Because he's not trying to win the hearts and minds. He's just trying not to lose the hearts and minds of Ukrainians because they're Russian also. You know, they all speak Russian. They're fucking Russians. You know, it's just like people in Arizona. Oh, we're Arizonans, but we're Americans. So it's kind of the same thing, really, when you look at it geopolitical, big picture. So I don't think so. But what will happen is that once, you know, maybe today, because they're already, you know, I think by now they've taken over Kiev, you know, the Russian forces. So it's just a matter of they're just continuing plugging along. And uh, so once Selenko looks like he's going to drop a dime on the the American and the the deep state, then, well, you know, NATO might say, well, we got we got to go in there and get him out. We can't have him being, you know, murdered and shot and his family raped and pillaged by these fucking Putin people, you know, which is how they'll present it. And then in their attempt to go save Zelenko, they'll fucking blow up the entire palace and go, oops, (laughs) well. That didn't work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, dude. We were trying to help you. You know, because <laughs> that's just their MO. I mean, let's face it, you know. So I've had some clarity, you know, hit me recently. I, I think the United, you know, what makes a country powerful, like even going back to Rome, is the military. And the deep state has a lot of levers of power they can pull and, and stuff. But they still need an enforcement arm, just like the mafia might have a lot of rackets going on. But you still need, you know, the hitman and the and the goon squad to go out there and break some fucking arms and fingers and cut stuff off of people if they don't play, you know, pay for their protection racket or whatever. So I think the United Nations and and NATO are that enforcement like the United Nations is HQ to the deep state. And I would say that NATO is the muscle. They're the military. So you have an enemy called the deep state. And they have people, money, and a military. So we always factor the deep state out kind of just like, oh, there's some nebulous thing out there, you know. No, I I think they have a headquarters called the United Nations and they have a military called NATO and they have world banks called the IMF. And everyone else are pretty much fucking peons to them. And NATO, with its actual power and might, even though, you know, we like laughing at them with their stupid little blue helmets and shit and that's United Nations troops and stuff. They may be playing it like they're useless, but they're not. So I see this coming to a really big head because, you know, the end game, I mean, there has to be an end game. And, and to sit there and go, well, what about all the people, 
You know, I'm praying for the people of Ukraine and all that. You can pray until your fucking face falls off. It doesn't matter. These people are assholes. Rome, when they expanded, they just sent their ginormous fucking military out and, and raped and pillaged and stole whatever they wanted. You know, and, and they, they did. They didn't care about the people. They cared about Rome. And the deep state don't care about you. They care about the deep state. Now, so we're left because, the, you know, when you look at the American, you know, our military, you know, and, and I'm patriotic and I, and I love, you know, our military and I, and I think they're all pretty fucking cool, I'm sure. Um, you know, we've, we've lost our might. You know, they're, they're a bunch of really tough guys that without leadership, they can't r- work as a team. Then they're going to fall apart. And then you got, you know, like all the ministries of defense across the world, Russia, not Russia. That guy's a badass looking fucking dude. You have, uh, you know, all these women running it. So we've, we've you know, relegated our strength I'm not saying to women because they can be badasses too. I mean, I've watched Laura Croft, you know, Doom Raider. Um, but we've we've turned them into a woke military, you know. And and their leadership since Clinton. I mean, Clinton was, you know, pretty much strip mining the military of all their good leaders and generals and and many 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 really good generals and. and and people that ran the military in the Pentagon were just swept out and under the rug under Clintons. And then, you know, in Bush, he's CIA, you know, and they don't give a flying fuck about, you know, America. I mean, we've seen it. Their track record's shit. So fuck them. They might have acted like they cared, but they didn't put any really, they didn't put all those old generals back. You know, they, they were all for, you know, get rid of those guys that actually are men men are men and they'll fucking shoot you you know like be polite and be professional but have a plan to kill every motherfucker you meet that kind of guy you know they didn't you know bush family didn't put them back in there and then we had obama you know that continued to strip mining process and then you know trump rebuilt a lot of it but he didn't rebuild the general see the leadership so you might have a uh, like a corporation like McDonald's to where all the people are trained and can fucking pop out whoppers the same as in America and in New Jersey as in China, you know, tastes the same, you know. But if you, if you don't have leadership at certain levels, it just ceases to work. And everybody, instead of going, you know, hey, we need a leader and taking it upon themselves to, you know, take up the slack in the chain of command, you no, know, they just kind of walk away and quit and, you know, become their own militia or whatever. So we have lost a lot of our strength. So in the world today, you know, if China wanted to be all big and bad and fuck somebody over, they would have to face America's military at one time and, and listen to our threats. And then there was Russia. And we've kind of been the, 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 the pain in their neck. From both of them. They're like, fucking America. Well, get in the middle. Fucking America. Now, I'm not saying Russia and China are working together. But by their political actions throughout the years, they were their problem. And so, 
What is America going to do about this Ukraine thing? Well, we will, as American people, be distracted. We'll be over there. Ooh, look, shiny thing in Ukraine. So China could move in and just take over Japan and Korea, you know, and every, whatever their expansion things are. Let's fucking do it, you know. And then if they're working with Russia, then Russia might have said, well, you know, we'll distract them over here and then you do this. And then what are they going to do about it? They're fucking inept. You know, they're, they've all been neutered. Fuck them. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, or, you know, China will just use this as a, as a golden opportunity that they're not going to let go to waste. And, uh, you know, China might just decide, well, while America's tied up over there, why don't we do a cyber attack and make it look like Russia did it? And then, they, then they'll be over there killing each other and going at it fucking, you know, fist to cuff all fucking month long while we do what we're doing because China's that way. See, they're, they have long goals. They're not like us where we're just like a ferret on crack. You know, they have a long game, a very long game. Russia has a long game, but it's not as long as China's. So we, we see ourselves in a really pond of muddy water and, and we're trying to swim to safety and there's turbulence and everything going on. And as, as preppers, we don't know what the fuck. As Americans, we don't know. And, and, and I, I, for one, when I hear political pundits talking out their ass 24-7, I don't believe them as far as I could throw this truck. And, and I think if you ask most patriots and preppers and people that are self-aware of, you know, political bullshit would feel the same way. But yet, we are relegated to a world where you won't hear the truth. And it's not because Facebook is censoring you. You will allow the news to wash over you. And 90%, 99% of it's coming from, you know, the deep state. Really, let's just call it what it is. Let's stop calling the deep state, you know, a nebulous thing and say, well, it's, it's CNN. Well, it's MSNBC. Well, it's NPR. No, it's the deep state that owns all of those alphabet fucking media companies. And they control our alphabet government. So the deep state needs a name like fucking Darth Vader or something or the Empire to where we can focus our ire on something that you, you can pinpoint to a point. You can't drop a bomb on it because they're, they're kind of everywhere. See, they're smart. They're nebulous. So they're the Empire. They have tentacles reaching everywhere. So you're going to listen to the news and you're going to hear Brett, Brett Hume sit there and say something like, well, I don't think they can sustain this long. It was really, I think Russia should have not fired the first shot, even though you look at every war. I read a list this morning, but my memory's fucked. You know, like Libya and fucking Africa. Everywhere we've been in war for the last 20, 30 years, we fired the first shot. We went into Kuwait, or not into Kuwait, into Iraq because of 9-11. And fired the first shot. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. Look at this. Shock and awe. That was some serious shock and awe, Brett. 
You know, it's like, fuck you. So they fired the first shot. And now we're mad at Russia for firing the first shot. See, you can see that, that dichotomy of truth. You know, we'll, we'll tell you the truth both ways, but it always works for the empire. You know, and I don't mean the empire like, you know, China. Well, maybe, fuck, maybe that is their headquarters. Maybe if we dropped a bomb on China, uh, we'd, we'd kill the enemy. But see, I, I'm really, my, my money is on the fact that we are at war with the deep state. And their, their HQ is right here in America, you know, United Nations, which is all around the fucking world. And then we invite all the enemies of the world into our, our New York headquarters there, of the deep state. And, you know, they all talk shit about us while they're enjoying our food and our money and our freedoms and our liberties. And, and now, and then they have NATO. See, it's like NATO's the, the military arm of it. And, you know, you can sit there and go, well, NATO's inept. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, have you heard anything from NATO in the last two days while Russia's been just fucking blowing shit up or, or threatening to blow shit up. No? I, you know, I know it's winter, but I still hear crickets. You know, like, nothing from fucking NATO. And this, NATO was the whole fucking purpose of Russia saying, do not move into Ukraine. I don't want this shit on my fucking border. That's why we took their nukes years ago when we when we cut them loose you know no no fucking nukes and and people will go well that's just stupid you know mark you're looking at this all wrong no i'm looking at it just like the cuban missile crisis you know and we would not allow russia or china or anyone else to put nuclear missiles in fucking mexico well we would because our leaders see america's leadership which is only five or six hundred fucking yes men for George Soros. I mean, there's not that many politicians that we've elected that are running the show. But all of the bureaucrats that are allowed to run the show, just like the administration, you know, Mamby Pambies I talked about in, you know, Russia, Russia, Russia podcast or whatever, they are owned by the empire, the deep state. So we have nothing to fall back onto. And they, who are controlled by the deep state, control the military. And the president, the biggest fucking swinging mindless dick out there right now in America, because we've been sold to believe that the, the president is the most powerful man in the world. No, he's the fucking landscaper, but we've given him all this authority. So, you know, he's owned by well, the fucking empire, Mark. So... What do we, the people, have? We have shit and attitude and grit. Well, shit ain't going to get us anywhere. You know, wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up faster. You know, so we are not in charge. So everybody that pushes buttons and pulls triggers in America nowadays are also deep state. And then you have 300 million Americans that are going, why would they do this? I'm going to pray for them. They're so stupid. Why would Biden leave our southern border wide open and defend Ukraine's border? Why? Why? Because it's their fucking plan. What the fuck? You know, 
Why would they run a commercial during a TV show that you really like to make some fucking money? God, is it that fucking hard? So we are fucked. I, I don't mean to just be all doom and gloom, but we are fucked. It has come to a head that when you look at the world, whatever they call it, geopolitically or whatever, the, the whole fucking world, Russia possibly might be our only ally that could fucking step in and help us. Or they could be in cahoots with China. I don't know. But Russia has been the bastard child forever. So I doubt the deep state even likes Russia. Everyone else they like because they can control and manipulate them. And they can control and manipulate their, their fucking currencies. But don't forget that Russia and China were working uh, you know, with the BRICS nations, which was like Brazil, Russia, India, and China, to make their own monetary system. And fuck the dollar. So Russia may, maybe, maybe, be someone that could help us. And when I say us, I'm talking about all the people running around, the useless eaters on American soil. Because really, the world might not feel too bad about killing us all off with an EMP and just letting 90% of us fucking die from starvation and stupidity and lead poisoning. And turn America into the farmland of the, of the empire. You know, and then you'll have the you know, somewhere else, maybe Russia, you know, because it's cold and, you know, they, they don't do a lot of farming there. Maybe I don't fucking know. Don't even care. And that could be like their their new capital. And then they then they just erase all the people just like picking the globe up and, you know, dusting all that fucking shit off of it and go there. This is ours now. And, and if you read a book by uh, Isaac Asimov. It's one of the first uh, robot series. It was called The Naked Sun. And, 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 and this detective's on this planet. He's from a planet that's completely covered by metal. It's like 400 stories of just buildings all the way around. You know, there's like a couple little things like Central Park that poke up to where somebody can go, oh, look, that's what the sky looks like. Um, and so he goes to this planet called Solara. And it's owned by, you know, like, people have farms, and they have robots, so they don't need us plebes to, to do all the farming and the cooking and the cleaning and all that. And there's these, these filthy, fucking rich people. And, uh, you know, he's, she's, the detective's like, so is this your farm, and how big is it? And she goes, oh, you know, I guess uh, it's hard to, to relate it to you, but there's only like 100 families on the planet that own the land. So, what, a continent? You know, her farm and robots run it, see. So that might be the, the Empire's master plan. It's like, look, we can't really travel to other planets yet because we're just way too fucking stupid for that. Or maybe the aliens came along and said, you know, if you guys start going out into space, we'll just fucking kill you. You know, stay the fuck out. You're crazy and we don't like you. Go fuck yourself. Maybe. I don't know. You know everybody talks about aliens been here before. Well, maybe they're like, no, this is your place. Stay the fuck off of our out of our yard it's private property you stay over there so maybe their big master plan is just to sit there and and scrape us all off all us useless eaters and then all the rich people that you know you know i don't know how many it would be in the empire you know 
And they're working really hard on robots, but since we haven't got there yet, we have people like Zuckerberg and, you know, what's his fucking face, uh, you know, Bill Gates and, you know, people that are working on robot technology, China, you know, maybe even parts of Japan. So there's probably 100 or 200 really, 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 really smart fucking people that could build the robots. And for now, they don't really, they just, you know, like all the, all the illegals coming here for, to America, they're going to turn America into the farmland and Mexico, you know, the whole fucking thing. So they got cigars and shit like that and food. And then they'll be the workers until the robots start doing all the work, which we're pretty close to there. I mean, there's a lot of robots that work farms nowadays. They're not like, like iRobot, but they're, they're robots, robot machinery, robot equipment. So eventually when they get all that work into where the, you know, the two, three hundred families that now own Earth and, you know, America's like owned by, you know, George Soros family or something or whoever's into farming, you know, or whatever. It's just like they all have their own identity and do whatever the fuck they want. Just like in the book uh, Naked Son, which you should read. I'll put a link somewhere so you can go find it on, on Amazon. You can buy it from that link and I'll make a couple pennies and it don't cost you any fucking more and that would be awesome. So eventually they'll just start killing off those workers. But even in that book with Solara, there's a lot of people from the detectives home planet that they've brought and they allow to live they allow them to live there. Because they're research people. They build robots, they're roboticists, they're, you know, horticultural gurus, they're animal husbandry gurus and they're given an estate you know not like you know a continent but they might get like your estate is you know the size of arizona he's like oh well cool yeah and what we need you to do is just do what we tell you and don't fucking question the fact that we killed and eradicated seven fucking building billion people on the planet so us hundred people would have bigger yards you know go i don't i don't really care fuck it my family's back on tantor you know wherever it is so, bucket, whatever you guys do, I don't care. See, we have to pull it off in a way to where we don't have other planets yet. So, they'll keep these people alive and they'll give them big estates and they'll make them feel special, you know, and, and they'll, they'll need them. They'll need them to keep things running and working and reinventing things and stuff, you know, and doing shit that they just don't want to do. They're really fucking lazy. You know, as most people that become rich, you know, have really never done anything in their life other than be smart enough to get other people to do shit for them. And this is who will run America. And and that's what I see coming. It's just fucking plain and simple as the hand on my face. Will it happen this year, 10 years from now? I think, you know, looking at it, there's, there's a time to, to call the play in every game. And when everything lines up perfectly... That's when you do it. You don't just sit there and go, well, well, we'll wait until the next game. No, you want to win this fucking game. So I think we're like that close to, uh, you know, the trigger, to pulling the trigger on this situation. You know, everything is lined up for them. Everything. And, and, and Americans, well, we're just fucking stupid. And if we, if we have another peaceful protest, you might as well just sign the petition that you want to die 
through lethal injections so you don't feel the pain. Some people might go, no, I'd, I'd rather fight and die. But either way, you're all going to fucking die. So, you know, these fe- peaceful fucking protests, this trucker convoy is being kind of manipulated already. You just have to do it. You have to do it. And if somebody gets in your way, run their fucking car over. Get out and kick their fucking ass. Stop being polite. If everyone in America rose up and said, fuck you, a giant fuck you, that would be 300 million fuck yous. Do you realize that if they mobilized every fucking security mall cop, police, sheriffs, fucking National Guard and the military, they'd be outnumbered like a thousand to one. So it's like your job is to maybe shoot one of these fuckers. And there's a thousand other people trying to win the prize. So that's your fucking odds. So, and if you miss that guy, kill another one. Eventually they're all gone. See, we can win it, but we're not going to. Because you, you know, I, I read all these things on Facebook about this trucker rally that's supposed to be coming through Arizona, but now they've maybe changed their mind because they're being manipulated. And people are like, why are they doing this? You know, what about my food? You know, this is stupid. You know, all they're trying to do is make life a little better for all of us. You know, what's it? You know they being the government. I, I'm just sick of it. You know, you, I, you could take a, a room of, of a hundred of your friends. Let's say, well, if you're like me, 10 of your good friends that you actually know and live around and you could talk to them and go, should we pull the trigger and, and overthrow our city government that's been corrupt? And you will not get one of them to go, yeah, we should. They'll all talk until they fucking pass out about, we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to go to court and ask the court system to help us fight the system. You know, we need to do that. Maybe we'll have another election coming up in November and we'll fix it. You will not get one person to even, even if you discuss all of that. And then you go, okay, we need to pick one. Let's do this. And they'll go, no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I would have, I would have suggested it if I was on board with it. You know, no, can't do it. So that's where we're at in America. So uh, enjoy the last days or weeks of being alive in a free society because we've had it made for a long time and now it's over. So I'm going to talk a little bit after this, uh, this here, I'm going to wrap it up about you know, this whole thing and how it's triggering what it's triggering and what you need to do maybe as a prepper for comms, if nothing else. So talk to you later. See you on the flip side. Hey, you caught me bugging out of the area because of a critical incident. Uh, Luckily, I know what to do and I know where I'm going. Thanks to uh, the Contra radio network. I mean, I listen to these guys. They give me... uh, crucial information on what to do when a critical uh, crisis happens. So what about you? Do you guys listen to the Contra Radio Network? Well, hey, everybody. Um, This is Mark Boyle, the Prepper Guy. And uh, my last podcast was about Russia and about us maybe taking some of the, the world events a little more fucking seriously. Now, I know we're all preppers. We all prep, you know, one way or the other. 
you know, always reading, you know, forums and listening to podcasts on prepping and all that. So this is just my two cents because I think, you know, a lot of people have said a lot of really intelligent things, me not being one of them, about prepping. But I think with what's going on, not just with Russia, but that Russia and Ukraine could be, possibly, not saying it is, a, a trigger point or effect, you know, because, you know, the, the global leaders, the, the deep state of, you know, I, I would normally say fuck things up so bad, but I, I, it's not really fucking things up when it's their plan. I mean, their plan is going great. And, and we know it because things are so fucked up. <laughs> so it, it kind of says, you know, their, their master plan is to fuck things up so bad we collapse and then they can kill us all or whatever. And so therefore, when things are really fucked up, uh, for them, things are awesome. So when you really look at what's going on in, in our world, things are really bad. And, and, and so normally what, what they would want to do next would be to, you know, something to, to, to trigger all the shit that they've been planning on for years. And they've been saying it. We want to kill, you know, 80, 90% of the earth, world's population or Earth. You know, we want this to be our utopia. You know, and, and we really don't want all you useless fucking eaters around. And I talked about it in one of my podcasts about, you know, uh, uh, a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts versus New World Order or something like that. Because they got to keep some of us around, you know, <laughs> otherwise who's going to make all their cool shit. And, and maybe that's why there's a big push for robotics and stuff. So robots can make their cool shit and grow their food and all that. So who the fuck knows? They are rich, and they do have resources that we probably haven't seen or heard of ever. So, when, you know, whenever they decide to pull the plug, uh, you know, if we're not paying attention, we're not prepping, we're going to go down that toilet with the flush. So I think it's a good time to start paying a little bit more attention to what is actually happening in our world and with Russia, because Russia could... You know, they could get pissed off. You know, maybe Biden and having a senile moment might take the nuclear football and push some buttons and go, what's this? I thought gum was supposed to come out. Who knows? But we could end up in a nuclear war. We could end up having a, a massive EMP. I mean, with Russia having supersonic missile technology, um, I think if we launched it, they could shoot them all out of the fucking sky before they even got up there. I mean, Russia's not stupid. So I don't know, but I am saying things could get really bad. And so part of prepping, me and my wife, which is kind of a really cool blessing, and I'm going to recommend, uh, you know, to the husbands out there and the male preppers that have a wife or a girlfriend that are just are not into prepping, have them listen to... Uh, Go to brighteon.com, B-R-I-G-H-T-E-O-N.com, and, and start listening to Mike Adams' Health Ranger Report, because uh, his, his listenership among women is really great, maybe because they think he's good looking, or he's funny, 
Uh, and, but when he talks about things with prepping and stuff like that and, and, and the pandemic and all this stuff, he brings on a lot of really good people that women seem to like to listen to. So my wife has been listening to him, me and her, for about a year and a half now. And she has gotten the, the we need to get fucking prepared bug, which is great because, you know, I was always into prepping, and, but it was more low key because I'm a minimalist prepper. But now she's like, we should take some of this money that we have invested in other things and and maybe buy a dual fuel generator that could run our whole fucking house because there's no reason to have life suck during, a, you know, an outage. You know, maybe we should buy food. So I'm all about that. So recently we got a satellite phone. And, and, and it was, you know, from Mike Adams talking. And, and my wife's like, we need one of those. See how cool that was? And I didn't even have to say, we should get a satellite phone. And she'd be like, what the fuck for? See, but now Mike Adams said it and Steve Quayle. And so they're like, my wife's like, that's a really good idea. See, because they're not thinking with that, that my husband's a fucking idiot, you know, listening device to where they're, they're like, no, you know, well, maybe I was just going to buy you a 300 carat diamond. No. See, because that's the like, the, <clears throat> that's the default setting. You know, when you're married. And so, coming from a, a, a very respected scientist and, and podcaster and blogger and owns com, they will listen to it God, that, that makes sense. Like, well, that's what I've been saying. But see, you don't, you don't say that because then you'll get, no! And then they'll tune him out too because you're simpatico now. It's like, fuck him too. So, have them listen to Mike Adams, Health Ranger Report. On brighttion.com, and and it's good. I like listening to him too because he is funny, and and uh, he has talked me off the ledge a few times about how bad things really are because he's kind of one of those optimist kind of dudes, you know. Which when it comes to the end of the world, I am not optimistic at all. Other well, I'm I'm I can think positively that like if we go to war with Russia, they will kick our fucking ass. That's a very positive statement. Maybe not for our side, but still. So. Uh, have them listen to that. So we got it. We got a satellite phone based on that, you know, and, and, you know, it's nice. It's a good deal. It's uh, like the phone is free and like $99 a month or something like that. And, uh, and then it's got, if you make sure to tell them when you sign up for the phone, I think it's sat123.com, sat123.com. And uh, they're real good people. I think it's like $99 a month, unlimited, you know, rollovers, and you get 150 minutes. And I've noticed with that sat phone that it sets there and it's always just setting there. So, you know, I, I actually, I'm going up into the hills today to do an estimate. So I brought my sat phone. See, that's pretty cool looking. I like it. So, but it's not turned on right now. See. So... Recently, we ordered from the same company a Bivy stick, B-I-V-Y stick, I think it's called. And it's a two-way satellite. It has its own number, but it's only $50 a month. And you can carry it with you backpacking, see? And you don't need a satellite phone. And then you can send out, like, help, I'm fucking lost, and it'll send out your, your location. So it's kind of like some of those other fancy devices for hikers and stuff. But the nice thing about the Bivy is that um, 
you could, I, and I don't know if they're all this way. I just bought that one because what the fuck. Um, you can you can download the app, and with it, you can sync your cell phone to it through Bluetooth, just like any Bluetooth device, and you can send and receive text messages to anybody in your contact list. And uh, the cell phone doesn't even have to be active. You can just get a, 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 an old fucked up smartphone that you have and you keep it charged and throw it in your backpack also and then you sync it to the Bluetooth as long as it has Bluetooth. And I'm thinking even Bluetooth would work with like a tablet because it doesn't have to have the cellular device. It has to be able to just send and receive text through Bluetooth. And that's what the Bivy does. So I'm thinking, well, then why did I buy a sad phone? Uh, you know, because it's never on. And, and sad phone's not, not like in the movies. You can just call another terrorist with a sad phone, and it's on at the same time, and then you talk about blowing shit up. No, it's, it's a fucking sad phone. It, it's like a ham radio. Either you're sitting in front of it, or it's not really working. You know, so you have to set up communication schedules and all that. Now, the nice thing about a sat phone when the world is working, you know, is you can you can call any cell phone and, and talk to them. And if they call you back, you give them your U.S. number so it doesn't cost them and you $5 a minute or whatever the fuck satellite fees are. They can call a, a U.S. number and then based on where you are with your prefix and everything or area code, and then they can call you back on that satellite phone and, and nobody's getting charged for it. It's just like a regular phone call for them. And for you, you have minutes. So if they yak, you know, 150 minutes, then you're going to eat up your rollover minutes. But, uh, and we have about eight, 900 rollover minutes now because we don't use it, but those stay with your account. So that's kind of fine. So I was thinking, well, you know, honestly, the Bivy is way fucking cooler because it's two-way satellite communications and you can kind of throw it in your backpack and it it's got more of an omnidirectional antenna where a satellite phone, you have to be outside in spite of what you see in the movies. And you have to have the antenna up pointing, you know, southern sky kind of to find that satellite or one of them. Whereas the Bivy, it, 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 it's different. So the gal that was talking to me about it when I bought it, but she goes, no, it'll, you can put it in your backpack, you know, or it can be, you know, within a, an enclosed area, you know, 30 feet, like in your house, you could set it on a, on your TV or a windowsill, you know, in your bug out location and, and receive text. So I'm thinking, well, we all text nowadays way more than we, we talk on the phone. Fucking cell phones are kind of unique. Like it's, it's called a cell phone, but nobody uses them as a phone. Hardly. Well, old dogs like me that want to talk to people. So I'm thinking, well, for a prepper, for $50, you know, and a month, and unlimited tax, unlimited, you know, um, is a better deal. Plus, for hiking and bugging out or training, even, even if you did have cell phone service, you know, you fall and you get hurt, you just send out that alert and boom, you know, it, it's... It's there. So, and then you could be laying at the bottom of the, the hill you fell off of, you know, and, and you could you could text your friends and go, boy, this really fucking hurts. And then you'd get a text back, ha-ha, sucks to be you. Now, if the grid is down, then you they can't reply to your text anymore unless they have a Bivy and the Bivy app also. 
But for now, while the world is up and running and cell phones are working, you can text anybody with a cell phone number. In fact, the, the app will connect with all your, your contacts and you can text anybody without having a bivy or the, or the app. So that's kind of cool for hiking and shit. Uh, much more than your cell phone because who the fuck wants to talk to anybody when you're hiking? But you might want to text them and go, hey, you know, I'm eating this food. Now, I don't think it does high tech, you know, at, you know, like messaging, like videos and stuff, because that's it's self, it's satellite. It's pretty limited. But as far as chit chat, maybe even a few emojis, which I think are stupid anyway, you could you could have a conversation while you're camping at three in the morning, you know, cooking or eating or I hear a noise, you know, <laughs> that's me fucking with you. You know, so that's kind of cool. But when the world ends, and the, as a prepper, you know, not the world ending zombie apocalypse, but when cell towers, because of an EMP or or a hack or something like that, or or they just the government just turns off all the cell phones because they're tired of us communicating with each other, then you could still communicate with all your other friends that have the bivy. So you would want to have a separate set of contacts for them that would get that. And you could, you know, you could talk to your team leader or whatever. But they say if you don't have comms, you don't have shit. And, and I kind of believe that because, you know, if, if, if you get your kids a bivy stick that may be like hiking or four-wheel driving or camping, you know, they don't have to even be preppers. Just go here, throw this in your backpack, keep it fucking charged up. And most people that hike nowadays have a cell phone, so they have a charger. So they're, they're keeping their, their, their shit charged up. Then if the world ends, certain family members will have that bivy stick and the bivy app, even if the phones aren't working, the cell phones, they can text you and you can text them. And then if you have a cell phone, you can sit there and go, well, you, you know, if they have a cell phone, you know, your, your more uh, wealthy friends have a cell phone also, then you can say, I'm, I'm on the cell phone at, you know, 9 a.m., 12, you know, lunch and 9 o'clock p.m., you know, or whatever. So if you need to reach me, those are the numbers to call me and I'll have it on for an hour and I'm not going to be chit-chatting, you know, like how, how's the weather and what are you eating for dinner? You know, like typical cell phones, you know, when they used to be 50 cents a minute and people would call you and go, what are you doing? It's like, well, I don't know. I just blew 50 cents listening to your dumbass. So, you know, people could call and go, we're fine. We're on our way. You know, we're at mile marker, blah, blah, blah. Are you in, you know, bug out retreat A, B, or C, or whatever, you know? And, and they, they can't be traced. You know, it's line of sight, boom, boom, and it's done. So it's very hard to even triangulate satellite. And the same with the, with the text communications once the, you know, cell towers are down, you know, because it's satellite. So, you know, it can be tracked if they really, like, if you're public enemy number one plus one, then they could, you know, they could, you know, probably track that, but... They wouldn't even know your number, maybe. I don't know. So it's kind of cool. So I'm thinking as a prepper and a, as a father and, and a grandfather now, I, I would think that um, I need to get everyone that satellite number so they can, you know, I can text them and then say, you know, when they get the text, I don't know. It probably comes across as a different number or something. Then you just say, here, if you need to text me ever, you know, when I'm hiking or camping, you know, this is the number you'll get from me. You know, put it under grandpa emergency, you know, otherwise just text me on my phone like we do, you know, 
your messenger or whatever. Get your kids and everybody. And then, and then you know, the ones that are, you know, that are your older kids that have families to say, you know, get, get this bivy stick or, or fucking buy it for them and then pay for the first year. I think it's like well, $50 a month, 55 so $600 a year. You know, give them that and, and one year subscription and go here. You go four wheel driving like our one son and, and, and uh, daughter and a bunch of them go to Glamis all the fucking time. You know, so you could be out there where there's not cell service, even in, in the sand dunes. And you could at least, you know, if you had the bivy in, in your, your, your four wheel drive or your quad or whatever you're farting around in, you know, you could you could message them. They could message you. Go, hey, I broke down out here, you know. China Hill. Nobody's here. The world is ended. Zombies are coming. Whatever. So, get the you know get your kids that as a present, you know, for your older, wiser, smarter kids. And uh, it's a it's a thought. So you don't need the whole satellite phone because originally I thought, well, if I I can't get the bivy stick if I don't have a satellite phone. And then I'm talking to them. They go, no, no, the bivy is is more like a hiking, camping kind of. Uh, location tracking thing with messaging and I, I don't know if Garmin and them have that same feature or not because then if they have that then that's that's awesome too I'm pretty sure a Garmin is is probably more expensive than this because you have to you know you have to buy it up front and then pay for the service and all that where this was you know the the bivy stick with the account was uh, fifty dollars a month but then the, the bivy stick was free or whatever Still costs $200 to activate it and do all that shit. But, so I don't know, you know, maybe garments or whoever, they, they have it. But I'm thinking, you know, if, if you if you really like the satellite communications, and I don't know if garments are two-way texting unless they, they are now, and then they would have their own phone number also for that feature. So look into it. But, you know, I had, was under the impression when I got the satellite phone, which is, you know, cost me, you know, $199 a month and now a bivy once the satellite phone uh, contract is up in, in five more months I might I might just you know deactivate it or put it on standby mode where I'm not paying for it but I could still use those minutes or so I, I think or just fucking forget about it you know and, and use the bivy because it's cheaper and my money doesn't grow on trees and, uh, well, anything I try growing dies anyway. Um, and then uh, I, I just think all in all, as a prepper, two preppers, um, I, I think that's a better thing. So look into the bivy stick, B-I-V-Y. And I don't know if only satellite phone store carries them or maybe a lot of people do, I'm sure. Or a Garmin or some other thing because I think communications are important to family members. I don't really care about my team. I don't have a team. I'm a, a gray wolf. But there's still people I want to you know, be able to, to text if everything goes to hell in a handcart and go, hey, I'm, I'm here. Get your ass over here. You know, I'm at location one. You know, they should all know your bug out locations you know, and how to get to them because you're not going to put that out you know, if somebody knocks them over the head and takes their their phone and goes oh oh two miles off a of highway whatever oh he's pretty prepared let's go kill him and eat him and all his food too and rape his kids or whatever fuck people are fucked up so 
think about it. Um, you know, look into that and then don't, I mean, I, you know, I'm thinking as a satellite phone is more like radio communications, which would be fucking fine, I guess. But as long as you can text, you have comms. And that's, you know, I think the better deal, unless you really, really need like two-way radios and stuff like that, then get a ham radio off it. But then they're going to triangulate that and come and kill you. Um, you know, the bad guys, whoever they are. Bidenites. So, think about it. This would be better. And and when you really think about how often do we use a cell phone to talk to people anymore? I mean, you know, especially the younger group, like your kids and, and maybe even older grandkids. They text. They don't talk. So, this is a great way to, to bridge that. And, and then... Uh, you know, you're not going to get your, your grandkids it's a fucking ham radio license. That's just stupid. They're, they have very limited range, and it's the weather and all this. This is fucking satellite. Now, if Russia does something really fucking crazy, heinous, you know, because don't think that our satellites will always work. We might get EMP'd and nuclear fallout and, and, and zombies. You know, but the satellites will always be there. No, they won't. You know, so... This is like your, your last grasp at comms in a fucked up world. Because I doubt even hams will work if there's a strong enough EMP or nuclear bombs going off everywhere. I mean, it's going to be a while of darkness before you know what's going on. But they, they can do, those EMPs fuck up satellites too. They can, they can blow satellites out of the fucking air. You know, the, Russia probably knows where every one of our military satellites are for positioning and everything. So... You know, they got these supersonic missiles that go Mach 18. You know, on a, on a first strike, they'd hit us with an EMP. Second strike, they'd just take out every fucking satellite we have and just, you know, kind of sweep off the front porch of all that satellite debris. And then we're, we're in the Stone Ages again. But this is at least a, a hope in hell if it's only things on the surface level, you know. If we really have a, a motivated enemy, then you can kiss satellite communications bye-bye also. You can kiss cell phones, all that bye-bye. Uh, probably even, you know, ham radios will be just, you know, screwed up, you know, with all the atmospheric stuff. They can triangulate it in a heartbeat, you know, if they really want to come after you. So we're really, I guess, fucking smoke signals at that time. You know, telegraph lines. If you, which really wouldn't be a bad idea if the phone wires were still connected. But after an EMP, those wires just melt. They're just on fire and laying on the ground. You know, transformers catch fire. A telephone pole burns up. That's, yeah. Smoke signals. <laughs> All right. So that was my thoughts on, on the whole purpose why we got a satellite phone and how I've narrowed it down. And I've done the thinking and actually paid out the nose for all this information and and really, if I had to do it over again, I would not invest in a satellite phone when I have other ways to communicate via satellite for less money and less headache. And, and, and as long as the grid is up, I'm, I'm getting text messages and alerts by my phone, you know, whether my satellite's on or not. I mean, yeah, would the bivy stick have to be on? Sure. But that's like a little tiny thing you could just, you know. You throw in your truck or carry around in your, your, your EDC, 
you know, because it's like having your stupid phone on your hip. It's just one more fucking item that you could clip on while you're out, out and about, you know. So, and I don't know how far the Bluetooth signal goes. I think 20, 30 feet, something like that. So you could have it in your house or on your porch or somewhere where the sun in Arizona is not destroying it. And you could still get text messages if everything failed in the world while you're out gardening uh, on your, you know, bug out location and and still know what's going on out there. So that's my two cents. And uh, you guys all have a great day. I'll get this up as quick as possible. I haven't been doing a lot of editing now. I'm just trying to just uh, just get it out there. So talk to you all later. Maybe I'll do live again, but I don't know. I don't know about that shit. Talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye-bye. We've made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. Our space and we fall back. I'm your Huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no further. That's just my game.